Welcome to the first solo episode of the Reparenting Podcast. In this episode, we'll be diving into what reparenting is a bit deeper, but also looking at the inner child as part of reparenting. So first up, what is reparenting? In its essence, reparenting is about becoming your own parent as an adult to yourself. And I believe we all need this. And it's not that our parents didn't do a good job. It's just that they didn't have the tools to go beyond some of their own limits. We all have invisible ceilings on what we believe about ourselves, what we believe we're capable of, what we believe to be true about the world. And there's always room for improvement. So reparenting is a really powerful tool to start to break through some of those conditioning, so those stories, those beliefs, or even those emotional blocks that are set in place way before you remember. So you might already use reparenting in a simple form. Have you ever caught yourself feeling sad and then made a decision to do something that'll cheer you up? You could call that reparenting. But there's so many different ways to start to reparent yourself. And in this episode, I really want to talk to you about the inner child. You might have heard about the inner child, but if you haven't, I'll explain the concept a little. There's many different parts to you, many different versions of you that come out in different moments. And those moments are particularly profound when you are triggered. So, Perhaps you've been triggered recently. You can think of an example of somewhere that you were triggered in your life. Every time you're triggered, you are acting from something called implicit memory. So implicit memory is memory that's built that you don't remember. You don't have a recollection of. So that means every time you're triggered, it's an echo of the past. It's taking you back to a moment that you don't remember. And that is why we're all triggered by different things. Otherwise, you would have exactly the same triggers as me. And day to day, our triggers change. Some days we're really calm and regulated. And so we're less triggered. And some days we don't have as much energy. So it's much more likely that we will react. Now, the inner child comes out through these triggers. There's always moments in our childhood that get us stuck in a story about ourselves and our self-concept. Get us stuck in an emotional place that's not comfortable. And these triggers really bring out that wounded child in, in us. And we all have wounds as children. They can be small or large. We don't need to remember them. But the point in reparenting work And the point in inner child work specifically is to move from those wounds of our childhood to become more playful and more carefree as as an adult. Now, the history of inner child work is actually quite complex. It's attributed to Carl Jung, who was an incredible psychotherapist that lived at the turn of the 20th century. And it's been built upon by many other wonderful psychotherapists and people in the wellness world and had a huge revival recently. But when I traveled to Mexico in 2021, I discovered more ancient roots 
I went to do a tour of the pyramids near Mexico City with an indigenous guide. And after the tour, he took us back to his village. And he asked us if we'd like to go to an ancient cave system nearby to do a meditation. So we followed him down into this deep, dark cave. It's quite spooky, real pitch black. And he started to sing and he started to pray and he started to chant. And then he led us through an inner child meditation. He invited us to connect with that joyful child that lives within us. Now, I've been doing reparenting work for a while, but had no idea that this was not a modern tool. So after we'd emerged from the cave, I asked the guide and he said, yeah, we've been practicing this tool for millennia. Now, I'm not surprised because this is a really powerful practice. To connect with our inner child needs to transform the relationship that we have with ourselves. I want to tell you a little bit about why it's important and what the science shows about childhood. So between the ages of zero to seven, it's thought that our psyche is formed. We look at our brainwaves as humans from the time that we're in utero until around the age of two, we are in delta brainwaves. So as an adult, the only time that we experience these brainwaves is when we are in deep, deep sleep. We're unconscious. And then around about the age of two until around about the age of seven, we move and shift into theta brainwaves. Now, as an adult, we would only experience theta brainwaves in flow state and also birth. But I really want to talk about flow because that's another one of my specialities. And the the reason I use reparenting is so that we can access more flow. So you'll be hearing so much more about flow in this podcast series. But I want you to now remember the last time that you were in flow. And when I say that, I mean when you felt really present, like time is suspended. You are so in the moment, usually really enjoying yourself. You know, as you see kids do, like kids, they run around, they pick stuff up, they play, they let it go, they move on to something else. They're never telling themselves stories about, I wasn't very good at that or... Is this a good use of my time? They are always in that flow state. So think about the last time you were in flow. For me, usually it's dancing to music. I used to be in the music industry before as a coach. So that's a really powerful gateway to flow for me. But maybe for you, it's art or a sport or something completely different. What gets you in flow? Now think about how children are in this this theta brainwaves, this flow state all the time. And what we want to try and do, as I said before, is move all of our stuckness so that we can access more of that in our adult life. So we really connect with our inner child so that we can do that, so that we can really get back to that more playful, open, free child. And you also see children so free in their emotions You know, they'll move from rage and anger to complete joy within the space of a minute. And as adults, it's really hard for us to do that because we get caught in emotions. So that's why it's important for us to really connect with our inner child and hold space for them. 
And these brainwaves between the ages of two and seven, the theta brainwaves, are also the brainwaves that we experience in hypnosis. So anything that happens to us between these ages is a form of programming. Everything that we see, everything that we feel, everything that we absorb and experience becomes our programming of our psyche. And it's really hard for us to even consider a different reality as an adult. And after the ages of seven, we start to move into alpha, beta brainwaves, which is what adults are in all of the time. And those brainwaves are really good for being logical and analytical, but they don't allow us to be very present often. And this is why this programming that we have from being a child gives us a gateway because the present will always mirror the past. What you're experiencing right now will always mirror what happened to you when you were younger. And it might not be in childhood. It can also be in adulthood. It might not be that you remember your childhood. That's quite common. There can be a form of disassociation going on or all sorts of other things. But you don't need to remember your childhood because the present moment is telling you everything about your past. Who you came to be is because of your past. So, for example, maybe your parents shut your any form of crying down in you. They shut it down. They couldn't hold it. That will show up for you as an adult. You will feel so deeply uncomfortable when you get emotional. Or maybe you were one of many siblings and you really had to fight to get attention. You really had to fight to get what you wanted. And that will show up as an adult now in your daily life. Now, in a future episode, I'm going to teach you a three-stage process of, of reparenting that you can use in any given moment. There's an opportunity to use reparenting in any moment. You don't always have to go back to the past. But in this episode, I really want to give you an experience that can connect you with your inner child. So I want you to close your eyes unless you're driving. And I want you to imagine that you are in a landscape, somewhere safe, somewhere comfortable. And I want you to imagine that you see a cave in this landscape and you move towards the cave. And as you get closer to this cave, you realize it's your psyche. And you move inside. And if at any point this feels uncomfortable, you can just open your eyes and come back to your space. But as you move inside the cave, I want you to witness that there's another person inside. There's a figure nearby. And as you get closer, you realize it's your inner child. It's the younger version of you. What age are they, roughly? Don't overthink it, just see what number pops up. What are you noticing about them as you watch? And 
and what are you feeling as you see them? When you tune into how they're feeling, it's often what you're feeling. Now, is this an, a comfortable experience or uncomfortable? What's the relationship like between you and your inner child? You need to ask them if they if they need anything from you. Is there anything that you could give them that would help you strengthen this connection? Again, don't overthink it, just see what comes up. And if that's nothing, then that's fine. But if something does come, can you give it to them? Can you promise to give yourself this, what they're asking for? I've had all sorts of answers for this one. It can be ice cream, a hug, just reassurance. But can you give it to yourself as soon as you can? Now I want you to prepare to say goodbye and witness how that feels. And if it doesn't feel good, then is there a commitment that you can make to them to visit them again? to imagine walking out of the cave as you've said goodbye back into the landscape and how do you feel what's going on with you as you make your way back into the present moment and as you open your eyes I want you to really get curious about what came up now for some people Not a lot will come up. This can be really hard to connect in this way. For some people, this can be a very big experience. Some people you connect with a moment in time where you realize this was so uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable at that point in my life. Some reason, for some people, you can connect with a time where there's so much joy and there's no rhyme or reason. Every time you do this, it will be different. But the point of this work is to really transform your connection to yourself because that part, that inner child, still lives in you. It's still acting out in you every single day. And if you did struggle with this and you want to commit to a practice, I invite you to write your inner child a letter telling them what you're feeling about them and telling, maybe offering them something to strengthen that connection. Or if you have access to a photo of yourself at that age that you can check in with regularly, that's also a really powerful practice. Now I was led to reparenting when I became a parent myself. That doesn't mean that you have to be a parent to, to start reparenting yourself, but it is a really powerful gateway 
when you open up that channel to the, one of the strongest bonds, the most triggering and the most intensely loving bonds that you have in your life. So for any parents among you, sometimes doing this experience will give you some realizations about your own children. Or perhaps it will give you realizations about your own parenting. I want you to remember that any awareness that you have is a real gift, even if it feels deeply uncomfortable. It's a real gift because it means that you can start to work with it. You can start to shift it. Now, in future episodes, I'm going to be talking to a variety of wellness experts who I feel really complement the modality of reparenting. I'll be talking to them about their experience of being parented and also their experience of being a parent at times. Because I see these relationships as being such gateways into our own flow state. And even if you're not a parent, I encourage you to keep listening because we're all parented. It's something we all have in common. And that opportunity to reflect can often give you some real insight into your own experience and how you came to be the way you are. I'll also be doing some more solo episodes on different ways to reparent yourself, different modalities within this tool. Thank you so much for listening to this one. I can't wait to share more with you soon. You've been listening to the Reparenting Podcast with me, Melissa Maurice. I'm a reparenting coach and I run various programs on this topic. I also hold a regular mother circle called It Takes a Village. If you enjoyed this episode, please do hit subscribe. And if there's someone you feel would benefit from hearing it, please do pass it on. This podcast was edited and produced by Emma Tyndall. Thanks so much for listening.